You are listening to Clarissa Explains It All from Adagio Fit, where we focus on topics of nutrition, exercise, and mental health to help gracefully train your body and mind so you can reach optimal health and happiness and live a life you love. This is podcast number 31, Applying the Thought Model and Rewriting Your Thoughts. Happy Thanksgiving week, guys. I hope that if you are traveling this week, you are safe. And I hope that you choose thankfulness this week, being with friends or family or even on your own, that this is a choice. And I hope that if you are coaching with us or doing the Great and Eight Challenge, that you are moderate and mindful with your thoughts so that your decisions and results are successful for your goals, and you stay true to who you are. I told you last week I would give a review shout out, and so I wanted to do that. This is by Elite Angel, and she says, a good listen, she, he, they said, a good listen while I cook dinner, because that is when I start unwinding for the day, and this podcast puts a nice retrospective spin on that. Always uplifting, a new podcast that is getting better by the episode. Thank you so much for this review. I, I really appreciate that you mentioned that they're getting better and better because this has truly been a huge journey for me. And I knew nothing about podcasting besides how much I like to listen to podcasts. And I had a huge desire to share the education and knowledge that I have gained over the years. So it was a big learning curve. And I'm totally getting used to like hearing myself and talking to nobody when I'm recording, but I really do keep you guys in mind. And I also loved because of that, that you mentioned, you know, progress. And that is what we're all about here at Adagio Fit. And I'm thankful that I get to make it into your unwind time as well and your dinner time. So thank you for that review. Go ahead and please leave more reviews or share this podcast on social media. Tag it Adagio Fit, hashtag Adagio Fit, or even um, tag our handle. And I would love to see you guys listening to this, where you listen to it, where you're from, and a little bit about why this podcast makes it into your playlist every week. So last week, we talked about rewriting our thoughts. And I introduced the thought model that I use with my clients and that it is, like I say all the time, it's the magic sauce and problem solver, magic eraser to everything, right? And this week we talked about it and I introduced what all the different pieces are of it. So if you haven't gone back and listened to number 30, please go do that because this week we're actually going to talk about applying it and you'll want to take notes or get out a sheet of paper so that you can try this along with me and then you can use it in your life. Um, again, this is the Thought Model by Brooke Castillo. If you haven't, like I said, if you haven't listened to that episode number 30, you'll want to listen to that before this one. So Our brains are so amazing. We can change our brains. Even as an adult, we can change. Last week, my husband was telling my girls, tis the season for eggnog. He was telling my girls that he hated eggnog as a kid, and now he loves it. And I used to love it, and now I cannot get myself to drink it. I love the flavor, but... I don't like the consistency of it. Anyway, long story short, we have both flipped 
what our brain thinks about eggnog. And what happened is that we changed, right? You know, I think that moms learn a lot about this because we can be super rambunctious and fun and crazy. And then when we become moms, sometimes we tend to lose that part and our brains start to change into needing to be responsible for our kids. And, you know, what we have thought was appropriate kind of has changed, you know, like listening to music. What I used to listen to, I do not think is probably appropriate for my kids now. So I don't listen to it. Children change really easy because they are developing and growing from a clean slate, right? These are everything that they're learning is new information that they have heard for the first time. Their neurons are firing super rapidly. They are also replacing those neurons, regenerating skin and growth. And I tell my girls that they stretch at night when they sleep because I swear every morning they wake up and they're an inch taller and older. But as we get older, we've already heard a lot of information and it's already stored in all of these filing cabinets and brains love to be efficient. And so they love to reorganize or organize all of the thoughts into these file cabinets. Well, when we're given new information as adults, because we already have something filed away, we have to make a choice. Do we put the new information into that file and trash the old one? Or do we keep the information in that file and trash the new information? And a lot of the times, it takes multiple tries if we want to replace it because our brain, again, is super efficient, most efficient piece of equipment out there. And it wants to keep what is already in the file in the file because it says, oh, it's way too much energy to change that, right? And I think we've seen this in our life. Uh, people who have eating habits, exercise habits, you know, we don't do very well with change because that takes lots more energy to replace that file than it does to keep it in. So we get comfortable in our thinking. In fact, a lot of our thinking and believing happens so much. We, have, we think thoughts or we have thought a thought for so long that our brain takes that thought and our opinion and makes it a fact. So last week when we introduced the thought model, we introduced that there is a difference between circumstances, which are facts, and thoughts, which are just that. They are our personal opinion and our thought. So, but our brain thinks a thought so many times that it forgets that it's just a thought and it puts it into the circumstance line and it thinks it's a fact. So we are going to work on taking out our thoughts and really being mindful of those and looking at those from a perspective of this is just a thought and I have a choice if I want to believe it or not about a circumstance that happened that is happening around us. I have a journal. It's just a composition notebook and it has all of the thought models that I've done in it and it's almost full. I do at least one a morning. So what happens is I wake up in the morning and as I'm you know, rousing and using the bathroom and drinking my water for the morning. I come back to my desk. I usually do some scriptures and some affirmations for 10 to 30 minutes. And then by that point, I'm awake enough to know 
what may be bothering me or what may have happened yesterday that is still kind of in my mind and um, still rolling through my mind. So I will do what is called a thought download, or you can call it a brain dump. And I just start writing what is on my mind on a piece of paper. Usually like maybe six or seven sentences is enough for me to get out a good amount of thoughts. And then I will go through and I will look at what is thought and what is circumstance, right? Circumstances are the facts that somebody else could tell us, like my husband got home at 930 last night, or it could be um, the tomatoes in my garden were rotten. <laughs> so those, those are circumstances, and then we might have thoughts about those. I was so angry that my husband was home late, or it could be, um, you know, I was upset that my tomatoes were rotten, those kinds of things. Those are thoughts. So I just kind of do a brain dump where I'm just writing what is rolling through my head. Then I pick one of those, whether it's a circumstance or a thought, I pick one of those and I stick it into my model. So this is what I do. I write down on the side of my paper, C-T-F-A-R. And I fill that out. This is what I'm already thinking or what, what I do think about a circumstance or a thought that I may have already had, okay? So for example, my thought was, I used this example last week, is... Um, sorry, I'm pulling it up. I feel for him, this was, this was a thought that I had. Uh, how dare he, how dare my husband come home late? Doesn't he know I have worked so hard to make him dinner and he must not want to be home with us? So the circumstance is that my husband comes home from work at unscheduled times. Okay, that's the circumstance. If we looked at this from two different perspectives, because I like, do, I like doing that. I like asking myself, what if I have been wrong all along? So I'll ask myself, is there possibly another way that I can look at this? Because I'm thinking that my husband doesn't want to be home with us, and I do not like that he comes home from work at unscheduled times. But my husband actually likes that he can create his own schedule. He really likes that. So when I look at it that way, I start thinking like, okay, there's a possibility I can change my thoughts on this, okay? But then I start filling out the rest of my thought model. So C-T-F-A-R. My thought was, my husband must not want to be home with us. This is so frustrating that he never has scheduled times because I like to eat dinner at the same time every night. The circumstance is my husband comes home from work at unscheduled times. Any of my neighbors could tell you they don't know when Dan is ever going to be home. <laughs> Then the feeling that I have, now remember circumstance, we have a circumstance and then we have a thought about it. Now, after we have that thought, a feeling, well, first we have a suggested emotion from our body, right? The suggested emotion in this case, in this thought model is disappointment or frustration or um, anger. It could even go as far as anger. Sorry, my daughter in the background is um, getting herself a snack, so you might hear that. But that's part of me being home as a mom. So we have a suggested emotion that happens, and I put that in the feeling box. If I were to believe this thought instantly and not question it at all, what is that suggested emotion that I would then follow through with? 
Well, then I have an action. After we have thoughts and we have feelings, then we have actions. And this action would be when my husband gets home, I'd be so darn upset at him. He wouldn't even know what hit him when he walked through the front door. I'm going to give him the silent treatment, spiteful comments, like this coming from personal experience before I really worked through this. And before I came to the realization that I could possibly see this in a different light. So those, those truly were my actions and they did not, the result, they did not lead to a healthy relationship between my husband and I. And guess what? He didn't want to be home with us. And he was so grateful that he did, he could work harder and come home at a different time, right? And he didn't know how hard I had worked to make him dinner because I didn't tell him that. I didn't communicate with him. So I, I set him up for failure, right? In the thought model, our results always prove our thoughts correctly. So the result that he didn't want to be home with me, remember, was exactly what I was thinking. So after I write and fill in what thoughts and feelings and actions and results, that first thought model that I am having right now down, then I go and I change that thought model. So the change I then write T-F-A-R down the side of my page. I don't write a C because the circumstance has not changed. I don't need to write that C. My husband is still coming home from work at unscheduled times. The only things I can change are T, F, A, and R. Correct? So these were my changes. In my thoughts, I decided that I felt sorry for him, that he rarely gets to eat with our family. And he must also want to come home from work because he works so hard. Or I could think that he wants to stay at work because he really feels happy and fulfilled at work. And I love to be happy when he is happy. There's part of, there's part of his happiness that I truly enjoy and I'm grateful that he can have happiness in his life. So when I think, when I change my thinking to those things, I then have feelings of empathy or understanding or um, love, true love for him, right? Because I want him to be happy and being at work makes him feel happy. And so I want him to be happy. And if that makes him feel happy, then I'm happy for him, right? And then I have feelings of happiness. So what happens? Well, when he comes home from work, my actions, or even when he's not home from work, my actions could be, I text him and say, I'm missing you here at dinner, but I know that you have, I understand that you have a lot of work to get done. So don't worry about it. But I just wanted to know that I missed you. I communicated with him, you know, or maybe when he comes home, I could speak kind words to him. Oh, I'm so grateful you're home. I've missed you. And then I could spend time with him by reheating his dinner and sitting down with him and giving him my complete attention and, and feel like what he has to say is super important because what is important to him is important to me because I am committed to him. So then what's the result, guys? The result always proves my thoughts, right? Well, my husband, my husband suddenly starts to want to come home and he might even come home earlier. And he enjoys it, his time at home because... He feels love and accomplishment here at home instead of a nagging wife that makes him want to stay away. 
So as we work through the changes in our thought models, again, the results always prove our thoughts correct. We, I want you, as you work through these thought models, as you write down what is, and then you write down how you want it to be and work towards those changes, you have to remember that if your thoughts do not feel true to you, your brain will not replace that file. So there has to be some sort of information coming in that feels true to you. So as you work through your thoughts, you can't just BS the thought. It has to be something that you can agree with. Um, For example, the next one of the other thought models that we worked on was I weigh 203 pounds. Now, the circumstance, sometimes we don't necessarily know exactly what we're thinking or the actions that we're taking. So we can fill out the thought model in a different order. However, the order cannot be changed. So if I start with my feelings... Or if I start with my circumstance, I weigh 203 pounds and jump down to my feelings. My feelings can't come before my thoughts. At one point, I'm having a thought before my feeling. And so you still write it down C-T-F-A-R, but you can fill that out in any order. You just cannot change the order of that. So let's say I weigh 203 pounds and I have feelings. I know that I feel angry and upset about that number but I can't figure out the thought in between those. So what happens when I feel anger? And I'm going to ask myself that. What do I do when I feel angry about my body? Well, a lot of the times I say to heck with it. And I have hateful words and thoughts. And I might even do like a binge eating or I might where I don't eat anything and then I just eat junk, or I might do restricted eating where I say, okay, no more candy. How dare you? You know, no more candy. This is apparently not working. And so we need to be more strict on you. And those are my actions. Then what are my results? Well, my results always prove my thoughts true. So if my results are, I doesn't matter what size I am, you know, I'm always going to think that I'm fat and always be hateful towards myself. So what then I can realize, oh, my thinking is that that number 203 means that I'm fat. It means that I don't have worth and I don't like my body and I'm uncomfortable in all my clothing. So then I can really look at, how do I change that? How do I change the idea of my weight being a bad thing? Well, what if I've been wrong all along? There's somebody who might hit 203 pounds and they might think like, yes, this is the best thing ever. I have never weighed this much. Like, this is so great. Look at all the muscle I've gained. Or they could say, I have, I have not weighed this much since I was in high school. Like, I'm, I've lost so much weight. This is great. I am taking care of myself. That means I'm super healthy compared to where I was at. So you could be wrong that your thoughts about your weight are bad thoughts, right? So maybe you could change that to um, really thinking, okay, how do I want to feel? Well, I weigh 203 pounds, but I don't want to define my worth by my weight. I want to feel confident. So you'd put that in your feeling line. So what thoughts do I need to have about my weight? My weight does not define me. Um, I do lots of other great things that, have nothing to do with my weight and I am forgetting those things. 
So then what would your actions be? If you, if you had feelings of confidence, what would your actions be? You'd probably dress better. You'd probably walk with your head up and your shoulders back. You know, those would be your actions. Then what would be your result? You would feel that confidence. It wouldn't matter what size you were, you would feel confident and you wouldn't be defined by your weight, okay? So those are some, those are some thought models. Then the, or it changes, the changes within that thought model. Um, the final thought model that I talked about was that I offered a great in eight challenge a couple weeks ago, and you guys are doing so good. This is week three. So Thanksgiving week, there are some massive prizes coming for Thanksgiving week, some good incentives for you guys to stay strong during this week. But I told you I had the client who said, I've done these before and I never finish and I want to be healthy, but I just know that I won't complete it. And so she felt guilt and she felt kind of apathetic towards the challenge, maybe desirous, but ashamed of her past. And so she didn't sign up. And guess what? She never finished the challenge because she never even started it. So she didn't even try for one week, right? So let's Let's look at changing her T, F, A, and R. But the circumstance was I offered a great and eight challenge. What could her action be? I'm going to sign up. Her result, maybe her result is I completed three weeks. Maybe her thought could be, all right, I've never completed one of these before, but I want to complete this one and I'm going to be committed no matter what. Then you would have feelings of commitment and motivation and empowerment. You know, maybe you could say this time is the time for me to finally complete one of these and I'm going to try my best. Then, then when we come from a, when our thoughts and feelings are uh, in thoughts of abundance and I can do this and we change those to really think of that, then our actions are going to embody that, right? Our actions are going to be, we can't change our actions if we don't change our thoughts. So she didn't sign up because she told herself she didn't want to fail. And so she didn't. Um, and so we really can change that thought model. So again, you do kind of a brain dump if you want to. Sometimes we already have a thought we know we need to work on. But a lot of the times it helps me to write down everything that's in my brain, because then I can look at if there are any circumstances in there or if everything is just the story I'm telling myself, right? In my thoughts, what's in my file cabinet. And then we pick one sentence and we either put that into the thought line of our thought model or we put that into the circumstance line, depending on if it's a circumstance or if it's a thought. And you'll write C-T-F-A-R down your paper and you'll fill that out as what is happening right now. And then you'll fill out down the side of your paper, T, F, A, and R. And that's the changes that you want to see within your results, your actions, your feelings, and your thoughts, right? Now, again, you can't change the order. Our thoughts and our feelings make our actions, which make our results. And our results always prove our thoughts correctly. And as we change our thoughts, they need to be truthful, we have to be able to believe them. If you weighed 203 pounds and you went from I hate my body to I love my body, that might not feel truthful to you. But when you weigh 203 pounds and you say, and you go from I hate my body to 
I'm open to the possibility that my weight has nothing to do with my worth. And really talking to yourself about that, then you might, you might truly believe that versus believing something that's so too far out there. I'm all about making goals that are massive. I'm all about pushing our side, ourselves outside of our comfort zones. However, I do believe that there's a point where we have to believe that it's possible, okay? And that's, that's what I'm talking about. Again, most of my clients have the hardest time separating circumstances from thoughts. And if you're having a hard time with this or you love the idea of this thought model and being able to change our life, our results, right? Our life is a conglomeration of our results. If you like this and you would love to dive deeper into this or have questions with this, consider popping over to our website at www.adagiofit.com. That's A-D-A-G-I-O-F-I-T.com. And on the homepage, there's a place to sign up for a free no pressure 30 minute coaching session with me to see if your goals need a coach or if this is something that I can help you with. I'm absolutely willing to do that. It's so easy. And like I said, it's no pressure and it's a wonderful opportunity for you to get in a better headspace and truly live that life that you love because you have created that life through your thoughts. All right, you guys, happy Thanksgiving. Remember, gratitude is so important. It really puts us on a path of focus. Go back and listen to What's Your Focus. That's a great um, podcast for Thanksgiving. And I love you all. And I love being your coach. And I will talk to you guys next week when I can't believe it's almost December. So crazy. And to my challengers, keep it up. You're doing a great job.